Welcome. This is One Christian, One Topic. Today, our guest is Maria Luevano Salazar. Today's topic, motherhood as a working professional. Let's get to it. Maria, I'd like to begin by asking, how would you define motherhood now that you have children? And how different is that from how you would have defined motherhood before having children? So I feel like, um, number one, I was raised by a phenomenal woman that's a mother of nine children. And um, so you could imagine our household was very interesting, to say the least. Um, but she is a very strong woman. Um, I also have, um, so in the sequence of my siblings, I'm number eight. So I have witnessed my sisters become mothers way before I became a mother. So I feel like the way I envision motherhood was very much um, influenced and shaped by the way I saw both my uh, mother and my sisters or my siblings um, <laughs> embracing and kind of starting this journey before I did, but also um, my other female uh, family members, aunts, cousins that, that were mothers, they definitely had a big influence on how I saw uh, motherhood before I got married and before I had my own children. Um, I think uh, motherhood is such a um, important role, right? Um, I've been blessed to have the opportunity to um, get a master's degree, a bachelor's degree, but I feel like the, the day I became a mother, that was very meaningful and very special. And, and the way I've like tried to continue that role throughout the years is definitely very special, more so or equally as the professional or educational achievements that I have been blessed to receive. And is there any qualities that stuck with you? Um, you kind of mentioned the women in your, in your family growing up. Is there any qualities you see that kind of just stuck out to you that of course, there, there probably are many, but what were the few that kind of stood out to you that kind of you see yourself applying with your own children? I think the first word that came to mind as you asked me the question was strong strength, right? My mother is a very strong woman um, in the midst of having so many children. My father, uh, rest in peace, also immigrated to the United States. And so my mother was in charge of us right when he was not there physically um and so she's a very strong woman um and i feel like as i uh, became a mother myself i wanted to um kind of continue with that same line of strength and um i want to be a strong woman the way that she was a strong mother for us so you of course are a mother but you're also a working professional how have you integrated your professional career with your role as a mother? What are the challenges and benefits of being both? Uh, yeah, really good question. I feel like this is one of the things that um, 
there's, I don't think there's a right or wrong question, right? Um, I have good friends that um, stay at home and they're stay at home moms. And I have friends that have um, amazing professional careers and are also amazing mothers. And so I feel like um, there's never, in, at least in my eyes, there's never a right or wrong. It's more like what, what fits better to you and who you are. And so all that to say um, that, my own career changed and shifted as I became a mother, right? When, when my first son, who's now 10, was born, um, mm -hmm. I changed my careers. And I decided to um, get my teaching certification so I could be a teacher and so that I could have the same schedule that he would have in school and so that we would have the same breaks um, throughout the year. So I feel like being a mother has definitely have had a huge influence on uh, the trajectory of my profession. Uh, but I also feel like in me, in who I am, I wanted to continue being a professional, um, even though I was a mother. Um, so that was just what I felt and what I continue feeling that is the best for me, that fits who I am and my personality. Along those lines as well, you are also a Christian a Catholic. And there are challenges, you know, in life, in pursuing career, in raising children. How would you say your faith has played a part in your career and family? So I could say that I am very blessed um, in the sense that uh, for the last over 10 years of my career, my job is very related to the Catholic Church or to the Archdiocese. Before uh, working at Cristo Rey Jesuit High School, I worked for the Archdiocese of Chicago. So I feel like um, it's a blessing in itself. Um, being part of organizations that um, are Catholic um, is already um, huge, right? And it's already a blessing. Uh, but I feel like those things are just related and th those things are just intertwined and they go in hand in hand. Um, not to say that it's easy and not to say that uh, being a Catholic every day is the easiest job or that it's part of the job, but it's just, it's just a blessing that I feel like my career, um, being a mother trying to raise Catholic um, little people um, and just continuing with my career are all related, which is a blessing. What was your mindset then and now and how you want to pass down the faith to your children? And I know it's both the father and mother role, but I guess I'm just asking you on your own personal perspective, how intentional were you and what was your mindset and kind of thinking now that you're, now that you're a mother, now that you have children, how are you planning on kind of passing on that faith? Sure. So as I mentioned previously, um, when I think of my mother, I think of like strength. Uh, but that strength came from her faith, right? Um, and she is a woman of faith and um, she made sure that we that faith was important for us. Um, and so in many different ways, uh, when I became a mother, I, I felt even more that sense of responsibility to pass this on to my children. Um, and um, it comes with the day-to-day. -day. 
Um, it's not only Sunday mass, it's not only sacraments, but it's the everyday, right? How do we, how do I teach my children to be Catholic um, little people um, every day of their life, right? Um, and so when I met my husband, I feel like that was uh, one of the first connections that we had, our faith. And we, our families are very similar um, in that they're both practicing Catholics. Um, and we were, of course, also practicing Catholics. So that made it a lot easier. Uh, but that that was definitely one of the uh, things that were a big discussion when we got married, right? Um, how are we raising our kids? Uh, what's what's meaningful to us and how do we plan or how do we make sure that we continue this or pass this along to our children? And so I feel like it was not very difficult to get my husband on the same page because our families are kind of similar, very similar on, on our faith levels. Uh, but it was definitely important for both of us um, to make sure that faith was a component in, a, in our household. Um, and although it's not easy, and although I'm sure it's not perfect, um, we are making every effort possible to make sure that uh, we are passing that on to our children. I think just as individuals as well, we mature, we grow in reference to our faith. Was there any drastic change in how you understood Christianity now that you had children? Um, I feel like there's definitely um, readings or gospels or, or parts of the Bible that I appreciate more now that I'm a mother um, or that connect more with me um, in my role as a mother. And so, for instance, even like um, when we celebrate um, Lent or when we celebrate Holy Week, I feel like Mary is, of course, a, a very special figure in my life, but like I can understand her sorrow as a mother because I'm a mother. Um, I can also understand or live Christmas a little different because I, I know what the birth of a baby is and, and what that means to a mother. Um, so I feel like Christianity and, and the Bible just feels different um, since I became a mother. And I, I appreciate and, and enjoy more of those things because I'm a mother. Another aspect of just being a parent would be we learn from our children, even from a young, young age. And, you know, you mentioned that, you know, you're a mother of four children, mm -hmm. and I'm assuming they're at different stages yes. uh, in their in their lives how has each impacted your faith kind of just seeing them you know as a newborn and as they're getting older yeah that's a really good question I feel like um the tough <laughs> the toughest for me the toughest um job is with the oldest ones right because you the the rest will kind of follow <laughs> what has been done or or we as parents will have more um information or, or things will come easier um, because we've done it once uh, but I feel that um, we have also um, have tried to be intentional 
with the different stages that they're in. Um, our oldest uh, has done his first communion. So now we, we talk about confession and now we talk about receiving communion and what that means and how special that is. Whereas our second son, he's eight, so he's in the process. Um, so we, we do the prayers and we practice and we talk about sin. Um, whereas my two youngest are just too young. They're four and in 18 months and so with them is more is more the even if it's difficult we're still going to mass and you'll sit here um and um try to behave and and try to listen uh but at the same time they know that mass is part of our sunday um and uh we do this every sunday and 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 that's just a part of who we are and what we do. Um, so I feel like it's different for, for every stage. And I only assume that um, as my oldest grows older, challenges will be bigger. Um, the way I see my faith and the way that he practices his faith will be different. And, and I feel like there has to be adjustments, right? To, to try to still walk with our children as they're growing um, and as the different stages of their lives are evolving. During this time of COVID, you know, the, there was a lockdown in the churches and parishes. How, how were you able to navigate that for not only for yourself, but, you know, for your children as well? That's a really good question. Um, I mean, COVID brought challenges on every level, right? Um, I feel, I feel like we, we were very intentional to still watch mass. Um, the logistics the, <laughs> were very interesting. Um, we have a dog. Sometimes the dog was part of the sign of the peace. Um, sometimes our children were not as engaged. Um, but all that to say that we still made it a point to dedicate that time for mass. Um, sacraments were interrupted for my oldest. Um, so I feel like th those were good moments also to, to have the conversation about this, this is happening right now and this is all we can do, but what, how, how can we still continue, right? Practicing and being who we are. Um, and so although mass right now is in our living room, and it's probably harder to stay focused than it would be if we were actually um, at the church. Um, we're still doing it and we're still sitting here and we're still listening. Um, so I feel like it was a great time to actually practice who we are um, because we were not in the, in the normal <laughs> um, space that we would celebrate mass at. Um, but it was a great opportunity to have conversation, to still practice and to still reflect and think of, of what's happening around us. But here we are, we're still trying and we're still doing this. I'm sensing um, just that your faith or your Christian uh, upbringing kind of just begins to shine from you, shine forth from you. How has that also been, how have you been able to display that at the workplace. And I know you say work in kind of a Catholic environment, but um, even from the beginning in different kind of uh, jobs, how conscious were you to kind of like be open about your faith, apply your faith and share your faith? I feel like 
maybe I was not as aware of it as I became a professional. Um, I, of course, have worked in many different settings. Um, I feel like I've never shied away from sharing um, my faith and my beliefs. Um, but I don't know that, I mean, that never brought up concerns or issues with other um, co-workers or anything, but I feel like I was just sort of practicing who I was and being who I am. Um, and I would expose and I would talk about it if I was asked. Uh, and it's interesting that somewhere along the lines, as I became more of an adult, then I started working at these type of settings where I am very openly and very um, just who I am. Uh, but it's it's funny that you ask that question because many times I would get the, oh, Maria is so nice <laughs> kind of comment at the job place. And sometimes I would think about it and and just reflect and say, well, I, I am trying to be a good Catholic. <laughs> I'm trying to practice my faith every day and everything that I do. Um, I don't know if that makes me a nice person, but that's, I'm trying to be <laughs> who I am. I think part of that is just being a Christian role model. And I think you're working at it we all are. Have you seen the impact? And I know as a parent, we may be sometimes focused on being a parent, being a mother, but have you seen the impact or has it been a moment where you've seen the impact not only with your children, but maybe even other uh, colleagues, friends, or random people who you felt that your presence or your the way you're being a mother kind of impact them and kind of just switch even sometimes I would say even um, teenagers kind of sense that they see it uh, young children uh, toddlers they start kind of noticing that when there there is a that presence of motherhood or family you know that's that's an interesting question I mean sometimes I feel like when we we just sort of like work on the and focus on the day-to-day -day, it's so hard to like find those moments where you're like oh that was amazing or that was great um but i i will say as a mother there's been a few times where i'm like oh my gosh this was amazing and we're just heading in the right direction and one came to mind uh where we were driving and my son saw a person a homeless that was asking for money and out of the bottom of his heart he just pulled the window down and he grabbed some of his little money that he had and he gave it to him. Um, and, and the, like the smile in his face after he did that was just like a gift to me. And, um, nobody had to say anything. I didn't tell him that's what we should do, but I just felt like he, he, that was a random act of kindness. And, and that was, a big smile in my heart. Um, I feel like my students, and of course, this being a, a Catholic school, I, I couldn't and was very open about my faith and my, um, yeah, the way I practice my faith. Um, I feel though that our school just is a setting where our students are just amazing. <laughs> and they're also always doing amazing and great things for others. Uh, but however, seeing some of them being student leaders at retreats, um, or telling me about something they did over the weekend, or participating at their own parishes or their own churches, I don't know that 
it was directly because of me. I am assuming it's not. Um, but if it is for, you know, for the greater glory of God, of course. But um, I think it's just because our school just offers that setting for them. Um, I do see that a lot, but I think it's it's more the impact of the school culture itself. Where would you hope the state of motherhood would be a couple of generations down? I don't want to get too bogged down to where it is now, where it's been before, but how, how would you like um, motherhood to be positioned in a couple of years, a couple of generations? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a very good question. Um, wow, that's, that's interesting. I feel like we could look at it from many different angles, right? Um, one of the things that I struggle with, and I'm sure I'm probably not the only one, uh, it's that uh, mother guilt, right? Um, am I doing enough? Am I falling short? Um, is my son or daughter going to be okay? Um, and, and many times it just comes from, from us trying to do it all and do it all fine. Um, but I, I don't know how that will change uh, because that's, that's just the nature of being mothers, I think. Uh, but I definitely feel like um, much of the religious and, and education as a whole falls greatly on mothers, right? And so I feel like, um, and that's great. And I, I do not mind having that role. And I'm sure other mothers do it as naturally, right? Uh, but I do feel like hopefully in the future, there's less of that guilt and more of that celebration, right? We, we should celebrate being mothers and trying our best and sure we will fall short and sure things will not be perfect and there will be challenges along the way but let's celebrate what we've done and let's celebrate who we are and 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 let's even celebrate that there are some learning experiences along the way um if it seems like a failure at that point maybe it's a learning experience along the way. Um, so I, I hope that it's more of a celebration, more of a um, support toward each other as well, right? Instead of, um, I don't know, um, saying who has the, who, who's right or who's wrong, more support from mother to mother. Oh, thank you. I, I uh, just want to ask you the last couple of questions I ask all my guests yes. uh, at the end of the interviews. Um, the first is, what is one scripture verse or part of the Bible that really resonates with you and why? Um, yes, this one, um, I knew right away <laughs> and I have never listened to your podcast before. And, and I'm always really interested uh, to see what others have to say for me is Matthew 28. Um, and this is where uh, Mary Magdalene goes uh, to the tomb and she discovers that Jesus is not there. Um, and it's meaningful for many, many different reasons. Number one, because um, for, for that fraction of time, Mary Magdalene was the holder of the news. Um, and as a woman, uh, as, a, as a practicing Catholic, that's very meaningful, right? A woman um, was holding great news. Um, and she was then in charge of telling others. Um, and many times uh, as women, we um, kind of just 
take the back seat when it comes to our church and 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 that's okay um but this particular scripture talks about a woman that was the holder of the greatest news ever um and so it's very meaningful to me my second question is what is one word or a couple of words that you would like god to use in describing you um I hope he would say um, obedient, um, which is not easy, uh, but I hope that I am able to listen and not only listen, but then act on what I'm being told. So I hope he would say that I'm obedient. Is there any last comments, anything you want us to promote or others to support? Um, just uh, more a little um, a tag on uh, my school, Cristo Rey Jesuit High School, a great um, school that's doing amazing things for um, young Latinos and Latinas here in Chicago. Uh, we have a, a big month coming up, our giving month. Um, so if you find it in your hearts to support Cristo Rey Jesuit High School, visit our website. Um, our students are doing amazing things and we often need the support of others in order to keep on providing this amazing experience for them. And what is that website? Um, so CristoRey.net or just Google Cristo Rey Jesuit High School. Yes, yeah, so that's C-R-I-S-T-O-R-E-Y dot N-E-T. And I would like to end by saying thank you, Maria, for not only being a wonderful mother, working professional, but also a wonderful guest. And thank you, the listener as well. We hope you keep tuning in for future episodes and keep sharing this podcast. God bless us all.